Welcome to the Authority of Love. I'm Greg Williams, and thank you for joining me again, whether it's on the radio, broadcast, or through podcasts, or maybe watching a video or else uh, otherwise. Uh, ask that you would uh, give me your feedback. Let me know at loveandlordship at gmail.com. And also, um, questions or, or, or just spur some comments on to get some people involved in this. I thanks for those who have done that and for new listeners. I appreciate that. Remember, you can listen at wjmm.com, uh, the podcast tab near the upper right and the Love and Lordship links today and the previous two days. But you can get more than that if you go on to loveandlordship.com and you will see our um, uh, Vimeo page and our Podbean page where you can find uh, many more uh, podcasts and videos. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed and even more so that you've been challenged and blessed by this week's messages on how we are called and commanded to love God and others in line with his word and covenant order. If you're, if you're listening on the radio, encourage others to join us. If you're listening on the podcast or videos, share that with others if you would. Appreciate that. Uh, now, with that said, I want to say this, boy, oh boy. Yesterday's message prompted some responses. I knew it would. We talked about submission and, and the, the key tip or command to building good, godly human relationships. You don't talk about submission in a fallen world, especially in our culture, without getting some pushback. However, God's word is the final say, so I'm going to stand firmly on that and help all that I can to walk in it, as I've been doing for over 35 years. God is blessed as I knew he would because he is always faithful. And we, if we stand on his word as the author, as the authority, he, it will work. Even when we stumble and we're not faithful, he's gracious, but he wants us to continue to grow in that. So building off of yesterday's foundation tip of, if you didn't hear it, it's Ephesians 5.21. Again, you can go back and listen to that. Submit to one another out of your humble submission and reverence for your Lord. Now, I paraphrase that, but it, it essentially says, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. You see, with that as the foundation, today's focus and tip, if you will, and as promised, is entitled, and we might have a few new listener days just because of this title, Toothpaste and Toilet Paper. How's that for some alliteration and for a great, you're thinking, what kind of tip are you going to give us about relationship? Well, if you've been married more than a week, you probably have an idea of where I'm going with this. And if you haven't and you haven't run into it yet, good for you. That's fine. But there's a lot of great lessons on that, that, are, that come from the way we handle toothpaste and toilet paper and dirty laundry and dirty dishes and things like that. So as promised, we're sharing successful marriage and relationship tips that can help us build stronger godly relationships and especially marriage and then family that ultimately strengthened Christ, strengthened Christ's church. Some of them are thoughtful and abstract, but important in building on the good foundation. Others are practical that we can apply to see the positive changes that help us. And some are both. Let me change the way I'm thinking about it. So I change the way I do it, right? For Many of our, from many of our The Authority of Love messages, we've got to remember and apply Christ's teaching and modeling of love and the covenant order and priorities found in God's Word. It's interesting how it always works so much better when we align with His truth and not our version of it. Now, again, I didn't say it's easy. You have to work through that because naturally I don't want to do it that way. Nor do you. The Bible tells me that. 
But when I find Christ and I'm walking with him as Lord, the Holy Spirit gives me the power, the strength, the motivation, and the correction and guidance to do so. So as I mentioned, I've entitled this tip, Toothpaste and Toilet Paper. Now, as you scratch your head and squint your eyes and reach to click to another radio station or the next video or post podcast, please don't. Aren't you at least a little intrigued that I might share something from toothpaste and toilet paper that will improve your relationship and especially the highest of human relationships, marriage? There's a lot about toothpaste and toilet paper and other things that can make or break a marriage. And as I said earlier, anyone married more than a week knows what I'm talking about. Let me ask you, then, then you can discuss it with your spouse or maybe soon-to-be spouse. Do you squeeze the toothpaste from the bottom or does it matter? Does it matter? Huh. Do you roll the toilet paper from the top or the bottom? One more, just to make the point. Are you a clothes dropper? Or do you fold and return, neatly hang, or make sure they land squarely in the laundry basket? <laughs> Got your attention now, right? <laughs> uh, important stuff here. And by the way, Jesus squeezed from the bottom, rolled from the top, and always put his clothes where they belonged. To which many spouses would say on that last issue, sometimes clothes just belong on the floor. I hope you're laughing and not crying at that one, okay? Because I know it can create some major rifts. I've, I've heard it. Now, obviously, I jest about Jesus and toothpaste and toilet paper. Pretty sure they didn't exist in his days on earth. But the clothes, well, you get the idea. At least I hope you're starting to get it. Here's the reason it matters. While you and your spouse or future spouse can strongly defend your stance on these life-altering issues, the following tips related to these and many other items sets the tone for a successful and thriving marriage. Here's quote or tip one. Marriage is not about your being right or wrong. It's about being different, and that's a good thing. Two quotes and some scripture will help us with this. Former Asbury Theological Seminary professor and author Dr. Dennis Kinlaw said of all his studies, and he was a world-renowned Old Testament theology professor. That's a lot of study. Of all his studies, one of the most difficult was remarry, was, was marriage, but it was also the most rewarding. And he settled on this profound definition. Marriage is a union of differences. That's profound, and that's our tip. And it leads to, well, toothpaste, toilet paper, clothes dropping, kitchen cleaning. It's about my spouse thinks, responds, feels, and acts differently than I do, along with a thousand other differences. How do I deal with all this? Well, I'm glad you asked, and it's going to reinforce the need for this next quote and tip, if you will. Here it is. The great marriage counselor, Jay Leno. Now, some of you listening may not know that. Older listeners will. He followed Johnny Carson on the late show, Tonight Show, right? And was very successful. But he wisely stated, the key to a long and healthy marriage is that honestly, there's nothing worth fighting about. And I think he's celebrating, at least in the last year, this year, or the next, his 50th anniversary to the same woman in Hollywood. Think about that. 
So here's the quote again. The key to a long and healthy marriage is that, honestly, there's nothing worth fighting about. Really? Really? For the most part, when we accept that we're not dealing with my right or wrong, just different, we approach it from a much better perspective, one of grace, care, humility, and love, your spouse above you. Learn from him, ladies. Learn from her, men, rather than correct them according to your standards or differences. See, my right or wrong can be problematic. James 4.1 says that oftentimes it actually is. Where do the arguments and quarrels and fights and dissensions come from? They come from the selfish desires in your own heart. Not right or wrong, according to me, just different. As God designed it, literally and for good reason. You see, Jesus said it this way in Matthew 19.4, quoting Genesis 2.25. Have you not read? That he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? How much different does it get, if you haven't noticed, right? Not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, relationally, <laughs> communicatively, right? By the way, there's all the answer you need for gender dysphoria. There are only two genders, and God has a great purpose in it. It's not about being right and proving the other person wrong whether toothpaste, toilet paper, clothes dropping, kitchen sink, or anything else. It's about being different and learning from each other. And I promise you, if you're willing to work through this based on yesterday's tip, submit to one another out of loving submission, honor, and reverence for your Lord, it is and will be a great thing in your life and marriage. If you'll take these first tips to heart, it will help you with these and all other crucial issues, right? I say crucial air quotes on radio or podcast if you see it on the video. These crucial issues before they become really bad problems. And it will go a long way to your building a godly, healthy, and fulfilling relationship. You see, that's God's design and his desire. Let's work to do it his way. How about this? Share some of your crucial issues and what you learned about yourself, your spouse, or your future spouse if you're not yet married. Lovinglordship.com. You can go there. Send me something there. Lovinglordship at gmail.com. Or you can message me on Facebook at the Love and Lordship page. Share some of your crucial issues and what you learned. Let me close with this, food for thought. Imagine how much more energy and self-control you'd have if you tossed aside the 95 to 99% of disagreements and arguments that don't really matter because you're working to build a great relationship rather than prove you're right. Now, that same self-control and energy can be properly focused on the 1% to 5% of issues that do need to be worked through to make your relationship even better and more fulfilling, and you know how to do it better. Again, join the conversation on Facebook or loveandlordship at gmail.com. Let's keep it going as we continue with more on building godly relationships, marriages, sexuality, and family. Remember, sexuality in God's design only happens in marriage. One man, one woman for life. Action items. First one, choose to spend time with God in his word and prayer and listening. As you do so, number two, ask the Holy Spirit to show you what it means to submit to others out of reverence and honor for Christ. Building on yesterday's tip, 
Number three, what will you do about your toothpaste, toilet paper, dirty laundry, or dirty dishes habits? And finally, how will you handle your spouse's response to these crucial issues? Next week, we'll continue with more on relationships and marriage. And just to whet your appetite a little further, later this year, we're going to do three series that encapsulate what it means to live out the greatest commands in God's Word. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks always to the Lord. Make it a great day, and God bless in Christ. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.